God bless America. God bless America. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This episode is titled The Chappelle Crisis. And for this episode, I'll be talking about Dave Chappelle's most recent special on Netflix, The Closer, and the response that he's been getting from it, as well as the current state of the vaccine mandates the stance that the NBA is taking, as well as some some prominent NBA players. We'll talk about that. Donald Trump is in the news. Former President Donald Trump made some comments about the Haitian migrants. We'll talk about that, as well as Ellen DeGeneres and Tamron Hall. I want to talk about them and, and some of the things that people are saying about their environment, their work environment. I want to get into all of that. Before we start, I want to thank everyone for listening to the last episode. Thank you very much. I'm pleased with the numbers. It's constantly getting better and better. And I I hope things continue to to increase. The numbers continue to increase so the brand gets stronger. And I can provide you even better content uh, with more enthusiasm and courage and confidence. You know, because all of that helps. It's things you learn as, as as you go forward. You learn that your 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 success comes from from support. People have to support you in order for you to be successful. So I thank the people that that are listening, and I pray for you and your family. I hope everyone is in good spirits. We are in interesting times. We're treading new waters every day. is is a new experience, and I hope everyone is in good spirits. Now, with that being said, let's let's start. This this episode is titled "The Chappelle Crisis" because Dave Chappelle, comedian Dave Chappelle, is all over the news for his new special, "The Closer." And I've watched it. I've watched it twice, and he's getting. There are attempts to have it removed from Netflix. And these efforts are being pushed by members of the transgender community. At least three employees of Netflix have been uh, either removed from their job or suspended because of their distaste for, for the special. Before I get into the special itself, here's what we have to understand about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, at this moment, is one of the most powerful people in entertainment. Not only is he one of the most powerful people in entertainment, he is the best comedian in the world right now. There is no one close to Dave Chappelle right now. He's it. When he talks, you listen. You want to know what he's saying. And he's not a comedian. You know, when you, you're 
monitoring these times. He's not a left-leaning. He's not a right-leaning. He's an honest comedian. He's going to give you his take, you know, and he's not really looking for you to, to accept him. You know, he's one of those, he's one of the ones that, that walks into the room and wants to see if, if he likes you because he's really that good. He, you know what he presents is of the best quality. He's confident. Great storyteller. I mean, just the way he ties everything in is just amazing. It's what it is. He's the best. Kevin Hart himself at the at the height of Kevin Hart's career said, you know, Chappelle is the, is the guy. Chappelle is the top guy. And it, it is what it is. He is he is the best. He is he is to entertainment for black folks what Ryan Seacrest is to white folks. You can't come for him. He's too valuable. Not only is he powerful and one of the best, he's a moneymaker. And you can't cancel a moneymaker. He draws in revenue. You can't you can't come for a guy like that. Not in these times. No matter what your gripe is, some people are too valuable to be canceled. And that's Dave Chappelle. Now, let's get into the special itself. It premiered about a week ago at the time of this recording. And I watched it the first day. And watched it. I, I sat on it for a while. I, I, I saw the feedback that was that people were, were giving. And I saw the controversy surrounding it. And there was really nothing there as far as controversy. Understand, I'm I'm not all too familiar with the the gay community, the transgender community. I'm not homophobic or transphobic. That's not my community. And it's really of limited interest to me, you know. My, of course, I, you know I'm a fan of of Keith Haring. I'm a fan of Andy Warhol. I, I I adore Neil Patrick Harris. So there are a lot there. There are gay people who are, I'm, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of their work and, and their presentation. Rosie O'Donnell, who was. Um, who was, you know, a victim of former President Donald Trump. I always liked her. She, I liked her her interest in, in musicals. And that's something that I like as well. I think it's, it's if you have the ability to act and sing at the same time, I think that's, that's very impressive. So I'm a fan of, of people like that. So I'm, I'm not homophobic or transphobic. But I, I'm not I'm not openly supporting that lifestyle and saying, oh, you know, it's what it is. I've donated to to Glad before, you know. But I'm also very religious, and I know I know the God that I serve. 
says that's an abomination. It's not right. Okay. So that's 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 my uh that's where I stand. Okay. And I think it's 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 important to understand that because in these times, if you disagree with someone, they always like to brand you something. You're racist, you're homophobic, you're 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 anti-Semitic. And oftentimes it's very far from the truth. It's it's this is my opinion. This is this is the truth that I know. This is where I stand. It doesn't mean I'm against you or I or I dislike you. But I have the right to point out if, if what you're saying is inaccurate or not factual. What you're saying, because you're in a position of power, um, doesn't mean everything you say is absolute and, and it's correct. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Now, with the closer, Chappelle covers a bunch of things before getting into his his comments with, with the about the the transgender community. Understand, like I like I said, he's a great storyteller. He 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 builds you in and he gets you involved in his presentation, and it, it's it's phenomenal. He talks about the things that are. <laughs> A prevalent of the times he, he got COVID He got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine And he, he branded himself The ma- Magic Johnson of coronavirus Because he felt no He he had it But he didn't go through all the The, the, the aches and the pains And the struggles that many experienced When they had COVID He wasn't hospitalized He didn't have any of those issues So he bounced back pretty well And he, he, he touches on the topic of, you know, black people beating up Asians. You know, that that's what happened literally after the killing of George Floyd by law enforcement. And if you've seen the, the film Do the Right Thing, it, it's it's it, it couldn't be scripted any better. If you've seen the end of Do the Right Thing after Radio Rahim was killed by law enforcement, they destroyed Sal's Pizzeria. And we're making attempts to go after the, the, the Korean um, store soon after. And the Korean said, I'm like you. I'm, I'm black like you. I'm not white. And that's what got them to, to fall back. In reality, in the, in the real world, that's not that wasn't the case. So Chappelle expresses dismay. If you if you don't know, Chappelle's wife is, is Asian. So he has his children. He has some young Tiger Woods, you know, some Blasian kids as well. But he expressed his 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 dislike for it, and you know my stance on that is what's happening with the Asians. There's always an underlying factor, and I don't have I have some sympathy, but I don't have a lot, and the reason is with the Asian community the Asian community is responsible for me doing most of my shopping online In, in my 20s whenever I would go shopping you know um a lot of a lot of 
Asians own the, the, the hair product stores and a lot of them own the um, urban fashion stores. You know, like Jimmy Jazz, the sneaker stores, they're owned by Asians. The stores where black women get their hair product, they're owned by Asians. In my 20s, I had, um, I, I wore dreadlocks. So I would often go into, into the, into, you know, those hair supply stores to buy product that I needed for my hair. And I would also go to, you know, those urban fashion stores to get sneakers or to get, you know, clothing attire. But there was this one particular, <laughs> There was this one particular time that I went and I noticed that I was being followed around the store. And what bothered me at that time is I was at my highest. You know, I was doing very well for myself. My confidence was through the roof. I, I was I was doing everything right and everything right was, you know, everything was going right for me. And going into that store and being followed on the premise that I might steal something, I was extremely insulted that someone would think that of me when that idea never entered my mind, never crossed my mind, was never of an interest to me. I, I, I would never go into a store and steal. But no matter how good I felt about myself and how I was carrying myself, how I was moving uh in life at that time there was still someone who saw me as a thief or potential potential thief and after that experience I was so insulted and offended not only because I was followed around in the store but it was by someone who was not having the experiences that I was having in life wasn't even close and that was one of the reasons why that was the reason that I began shopping online and do most of my shopping online just to not feel that disrespect again so when I see some of the things happening to, to Asians when they're being slapped up in the streets and all these things a part of me said well you know it's, it's a chicken com- chickens coming home to roost because there are Asian people who who maybe because of because they've had negative interactions with black folks are a bit prejudiced. You know, probably the same with law enforcement. But I know who I am and I, and, and you know, I I don't want to be disrespected in that matter. I don't want to be seen in that matter. So I see some of the things that's happening as as the chickens coming home to roost. At the same time, I do understand a lot of them don't bother people. They mind their business. They, they, you know, they live their life not seeking any attention from the world. And they're just, you know, having their experiences. So it's it's a two-sided thing. But Chappelle touches on that. And, you know, it wasn't something that that he enjoyed seeing. Like like many people weren't weren't excited to to see that. But he says that um, seeing black folks beat up on Asians like that was very similar to what was happening in his body. You know, his black Holy Spirit, that, that black power that he had within himself was, was kicking the coronavirus's ass. So he didn't, he didn't feel it. He didn't have any, 
and he, all the things that people were experiencing from from COVID, he he didn't experience when he had it. You know, and that was funny. You know, but he asks us. He he moves forward and he asks us this this very important question. And I and I, this is where I think conversations could be had. Real conversations could be had. He says. Can a gay person be racist? Can a gay person be racist? Watch the special. There, are, you know, I'm not going to cover everything, but watch the special. But for now, can a gay person be racist? The audience said yes, and yeah. That's that's very important for people to understand because the gay community puts themselves on this we're victims, you can't say anything to us, we don't we don't bother people, we're almighty, we're all righteous, we're good people, leave us alone and we can do whatever we want. If you say something against us, we cancel you and we move forward. And for the most part, they've been getting away with it, the gay community. They're absolutely untouchable. People are not looking at them as human beings. They're seeing the organization and the strength that they have and going off of that when that's not the case. You have to look at people, no matter what their race, ethnicity, gender, you have to look at them as human beings. Are they good people? I, I mentioned this uh, in a video I did about the, the Haitian immigrants. People see immigrants, they hear migrants, and they say, you know, let them all in. Say, so, do you know all these people? You don't know them individually. You can't say let them all in. You don't know them. You just hear the buzzword, immigrant, migrant, and you... you let them in. It doesn't work that way. And the same thing applies to, to the gay community. Just because they're gay doesn't mean that they're, they're absolved from, from, from judgment. And we have to understand that. So Chappelle ha- has that, that question. And it gives people something to think about. I think that was, that was a good thing for him to do. And with the controversy surrounding the, the, the special, people are going to be drawn to watch it. And it's going to give you something to think about. And as as people start reflecting on some of the things he's saying, the jokes and, and the serious moments, this power that this community has, it's it's gonna be brought down to a normal size. The the things that they've been getting away with, it, it won't continue. That's the beauty of Chappelle, and that's the beauty of this special. Damon Wayne's the comedian. Uh, who, who was recently in the news saying that he wanted to do a versus with Dave Chappelle said commended Dave Chappelle and said he's, he's, he's Van Gogh he stood up to PC culture he sacrificed himself for, 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 for the culture he freed the slaves you know he gave comedians once again the right to tell jokes and not feel uh not not be in fear of being uh, canceled or, or or ridiculed for for taking us for making a joke. 
most people that that watched the special agree it was it was it's brilliant he defends the baby and this is where this is one of the things that 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 caught people um, that that offended people. He 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 said that you know if you're unfamiliar with the baby, he, he he's he's a young rapper. He has a few good songs under his, his belt. He was performing at at a festival and he made some comments about the gay community, and people like Elton John and Madonna were all offended and they tried to 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 cancel him from from performing at at events and it's slowly being resolved. Dave Chappelle came out in defense. Dave Chappelle said, you know, the gay community is not really all too familiar with the baby because he's done worse. You know, he he, he killed a man in self-defense. He took someone's life, you know, who was trying to harm him. And his career did not suffer. And says, well, this is this is where America is today. You can kill someone, but you can't offend gay people. You offend gay people, you lose your livelihood. It gives you something to reflect on, and that's really, that's been the case for for a while. And it, it shines light on cancel culture. You know, while people use the term and they repeat it, they repeat it, the question is never asked, who's behind it? But it's becoming clearer and clearer that it's the gay community that's behind cancel culture. Because every prominent community, no one is taking account, uh, taking taking credit for it. Rather, they're, they're fighting against it. Every prominent community except the gay community. It's becoming clearer and clearer who's behind it. And what their objective is. Is to take money out of people's pockets. Is to destroy people's ability to speak, and it's to put them in a position, the same position that the Jews were, untouchable. If you say anything about Jewish people, you're anti-Semitic. You question anything, you're anti-Semitic. This is that's the position of of, of the gay community today. They're constantly adding. Uh, identities to, to their to their title they're, they're expanding they're getting bigger by the day it's really a mafia and you can't say anything he defended the baby and, and he put the baby's name on an on a even bigger platform not only is Elton John and Madonna speaking but, but now you got the greatest comedian of today Probably of all time speaking about you in his special. Everyone is everyone is gonna be talking about the baby now. I think it, I think that was brilliant. He didn't allow a young black man to lose his li- to lose his livelihood for saying something uh, off the cuff about a community. Discusses feminism. And criticizes it and says they're not really who they say they are. And one question, he said, well, I'm the guy who left $50 million on the table and walked away because I disagreed with how things were going. He 
You can't say the same thing about the, the Me Too and the Time's Up movement. They've never sacrificed anything. They've gone after people. They've gotten people fired. They've gotten people canceled. But they've never walked away from anything. They've never sacrificed anything. If you if you know about the Andrew Cuomo scandal in New York and how he was working closely with the Time's Up movement and how leadership was advising him on how to handle his, his scandal, you would understand what Chappelle is saying even more. That they're not really about what they're preaching because they're not making the sacrifices. They're just, they're just muscling certain people. Brilliant stuff. It gives you things to, to think about and, and debate. And it shines light on a lot of the things that are happening today. The Closer is his final special for Netflix for now. And I guarantee you when he comes back, you know, when it's time to, to negotiate another deal, he's going to get a big bag. They're going to back the truck, the money truck in front of him. Because he's doing a phenomenal job. He did a phenomenal job with, with his past few specials. And the people that, that are so against it are the, the probably the most powerful community of today, which is the gay and transgender, LGBTQ+, etc. community. They're watching everything he does. And he's holding his own. He, he's literally at this time of this recording has defeated has defeated the community. He has them on the ropes at least. Another question he asked in a special: What is a woman? What is a woman? Well, every person on this earth exists because they came through the legs of a woman. You know scripture, you know that was what was given to Eve as a response to her eating the fruit from the forbidden tree. Man had to work, woman had to experience the pains of labor, labor pains. Since then, every person on this earth came through the legs of a woman. That is a fact. Gender is a fact, like J.K. Rollins said. You can't, you can't, science can't change that, religion can't, it doesn't matter how you defend it. It is a fact. There are things that a woman can do, a man cannot do. And it doesn't matter how you identify yourself as a gender. There are certain things a transgender will never be able to do. And that thing is give life. To be against it is is to literally be against God. It's literally very, it's devilish. Because what was the only thing the devil couldn't do after being around God? He could not give life. Understand, Satan was, was, was... with God, he, he was he was the highest angel to serve him. He was with God in creation, but he he there was one thing that he couldn't do. He 
couldn't give life. He couldn't blow into, into the nostrils of man and give life. Which ultimately led to, to, to him rebelling against God and taking one third of God's angels. You can see that with the gay community is they have all of this and they want to be the ones that want to be men and the ones that want to be women. They'll always be limited. A transgender woman will never be able to give life. A transgender man the same. A woman who becomes a man will never have a a real penis. A man who becomes a woman will never be able to give birth. Gays and queers, a man who dates a man, a woman who dates a woman will never be able to have a child of their own unless it's through adoption. That's where they're limited. That is a fact. There's nothing to be offended at. It's the truth. You may be hurt by it, but the truth hurts, as they say. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. You're listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. I'm talking about the, the, the new Dave Chappelle special, The Closer. And just just the feedback that he's been getting. While while the gay community is up in arms about it, fans of Dave Chappelle love it. Ninety six percent approval. Netflix refuses to cancel it. The people that that's uh, these three employees have been suspended or fired for 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 complaining about about the special. Chappelle is literally defeating cancel culture by himself amazing he asks so many poignant questions and he says if you followed my career you'll know that I've never been against the gay community my beef has always been with white people he says why was it easier for Bruce Jenner to change his gender than it was for Cassius Clay to change his name I mean, there were people who refused to call Cassius Clay Muhammad Ali. A riff w- w- was was made between Cassius and 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 Malcolm X. Once the the nation of Islam turned against Malcolm, so much suffering came to black people once they were trying to mobilize and strengthen themselves people were sent to, to break up the nation of Islam divide that, that community and it's because Malcolm was getting bigger Cassius Clay was becoming one of the most prominent Muslims Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner 
in her first year as a woman who was titled Woman of the Year. These are things that happen and you have to see it and you have to see it for what it is. There, there is this, this, this double standard. There is something happening that people refuse to acknowledge or talk about. In the opening, Chappelle says, I don't have anything against the community. I'm sort of envious and jealous just, just to see how much progress that community is making compared to the black community who's been struggling for decades. And look how the gay community has just surpassed the black community. And now you literally can't say faggot. But you can you can hear you hear the N-word everywhere. And there are no efforts to 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 stop that. Tells you a lot. Great work by Dave Chappelle. Great work. He 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 presented a special that that gave people a lot to think about. And when when you listen to music, you know, classic music is able to define a time, educate people, at the same time be timeless. And this is this is going to be one of those moments for Dave Chappelle. Is where he took a stance, he did not lose. And he gave people a lot to reflect on. And it's not limited to, to one race or to one gender. It's it's open to all people. And he closes it out. He says, I'm not, I'm not going to make any jokes about this community until we, we finally understand each other and we're able to laugh together. Good work on, on the part of Dave Chappelle. Now let's move forward. Let's move forward and stay. I want to stay on on course with with cancel culture. Ellen DeGeneres has entered the final season of her show. She was canceled. She her her own people turned against last year after reports came out that she had a toxic work environment. People spoke out against her. And every effort she made to combat that, none of it worked. So she finally accepted that this would be her final season. Here's my take. And here's what people have to understand. When you're working in entertainment and you have the interest of producing quality television, And when you have an understanding of people, people are fickle, people are lazy. Some want to work, some don't. Some are excited about the job, some are just there to collect the check. When you understand that about people, many times you have to be strict, you have to rule with an iron fist to make sure the job gets done. You have to stare down people. You have to put fear into people to make sure the job gets done. Trust me, I know. 
I've never worked for for a big media company, but in my efforts just to produce content and to do my dream, I've seen the difference. I've seen what it's like to be extra firm in order to get results, and I've seen what it's like to be extremely relaxed. And I'll, I'll choose the former every time. When you give people the option to be themselves in a work environment, more often than not, they're going to disappoint you. Because people, some people are just there to collect the check. They will disappoint you. They will betray you. That's been my experience. When I'm extra firm, job gets done. When I've worked with people that are extra strong and firm, the job gets done. People that are extremely laid back and oftentimes the job doesn't get done. I've seen it firsthand. So when you hear uh, attacks against Tamron Hall, against Ellen DeGeneres, um, a, a lesbian woman and a black woman, and you you've, you hear it about people in leadership positions, you have to understand that a lot of people don't want to do certain things. They're either lazy, they're rebellious, whatever it is. And you have to be firm. You have to be strong in order to, to produce quality work. Ellen DeGeneres was, was betrayed by her own people. Chappelle himself talks about a friend of his uh, by the name of Daphne who experienced the same thing. She defended Dave Chappelle and she, she was ridiculed and attacked by her own people on social media. Six days later, she kills herself. This culture, this this cancel culture is very dangerous. And it's, it's led by people who really don't have right knowledge and information on things. They push this whole freewheeling liberal lifestyle and it's not what it is. It's literally failure in, in a bag. You give people an inch, they will take a mile. They will take advantage, they will betray, they, they will disappoint. Ultimately, destroying everything that, that that that's being built. If you go back just the past few years, great people, people who have done great work. I mean, most recently, John Gruden of the, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has lost his job because of emails that were released. Nothing that he said publicly, the private things that are being released and costing him his job. And, and it, there's a bunch of other people that are experiencing the same thing. Pushed by people who, who are not of that ilk, who won't make anything any better. They're using a time to take advantage of or get revenge on people and have no plan afterwards it's it's really just destroy and when people are that way when they're successful in destroying 
and have never been successful in building, they'll never do anything but destroy. Because that's all they'll always know. That's that's where they earn their success. It wasn't anything built on love. It was it was something built on hate. That's what's that's that's the world today. In in, in terms of Ellen DeGeneres and Tamron Hall and people like that, I I hope they Tamron Hall who still has a show, still going. I I hope she remains successful because it's not it's not easy to do what, what she's doing and ellen jerris i i know she, she's gonna bounce back she's gonna be even stronger and what ultimately we'll see is what nbc has experienced after taking the steve harvey show off the air they took steve harvey show daytime show off the air and they ended up with kelly clarkson just just a horrible show a fat white woman <laughs> Just, just showing, showing insecurities and failures and nonsense, and hiding it behind a bunch of other nonsense. It's a horrible show. But that's what happens when when you when you remove greatness because of the times. You get you get junk in return. People should be conscious of that. You're listening to JD News USM. Jeff, my friends, call me FA. You listen to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This episode is titled The Chappelle Crisis. And I want to talk about, let's focus on former President Donald Trump. Uh, he's in the news again. Former President Donald Trump is, is what the country needs at this moment. We know this. It's clear and obvious that the Democrats failed. Joe Biden is not it. It's possible things can get worse, but anything that he does going forward won't be um, good. It'll just be better than what's been going on for the past year. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't show good leadership or a good job. It's like going from from a D to a C, going from an F plus to a D. That's that's the Biden administration at this moment, and possibly going forward. Donald Trump is is the person we would need. Great leader. People complained about everything that he was doing, but he was a great leader. He fought for the people. He fought for the country. He loved his country. Unlike so many people and so many movements that criticize the country, that criticize this and criticize that, the president loved his country and he loved Americans. That's leadership. And he got the job done. When he says he's going to do something, he does it. I've seen two people like that. President Donald Trump and another that I saw in person. And he was the former president of Brooklyn. His name is Marty Markowitz. That man, he said something, it got done. I had one meeting with him when I was a part of 
this um, non-for-profit organization. He said it, it got done. Emails, he said this, what he said was going to be done, it was done. I respect that. I admire that. That's leadership. You can't say the same for, for, for Joe Biden. It's it's delay after delay after delay after delay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Black folks don't expect anything. Because with all the failures that he has on his table, don't expect anything. Don't expect to 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 be in a better position after these four years are up. Please understand that. Former President Donald Trump uh, said said this about Haiti. And this is why he's in the news. He spoke about the Haitian migrants coming over to the U.S. and said uh, they probably have AIDS. And he, he, he brought up this statistics about that there's about a, over 100,000 Haitians in Haiti that, that are living with AIDS. Many of those Haitians possibly are traveled over to Chile, traveled over to Brazil and and soon after made the trek to come to the United States you can't you won't know if if they if they have the disease or not or if they have COVID or not because they're not being tested or anything they're just being allowed to come in he makes a point people will brand it racist but that's not really the case he's speaking facts For the Haitian community that may be offended, that may not like it, you have to look at the state of Haiti and Haitians this past year. And it really calls for self-reflection. There was that waste of time of a free Haiti movement pushed by a, a medical student in Haiti who was also working in a hospital. And got a bunch of celebrities, rap celebrities behind it who had no knowledge, no understanding of Haiti. Ultimately leading to, to, to the death of the president. Which all of those people were silent on. The death of the president was followed by an earthquake. Which further ravaged the country. The earthquake took place on August 15th, the Feast of the Bokaima, which is the day in Haiti where, where the people got together and planned their attack against, against the slave masters to, take, to, to, to fight for their independence. That's when the earthquake took place. As we know, there's no such thing as a coincidence. That's a call to reflection. Why would that happen on such an important day? Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas were being deported. On the same day, Desalines was assassinated. Jean-Jacques Desalines was the leader who led Haiti to its independence after Toussaint Louverture was captured by the French and, 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 and he, he ultimately died a horrible death. It was Desalines who took over and finished the job. And on the day of his his death, 
Haitians were being deported back to Haiti. These things call for reflection. What's happening? What are Haitians not seeing? What are Haitians doing that are, that's causing this? And of course, you have the president who, who, who brings up a, a negative part of, you know, Haitian life, people who are living with AIDS. It calls for self-reflection. You're obviously not living right to be going through all of this. And it's not happening in the country. It's happening for the world to see. It's happening for the world to see. Haitians have some work to do. I, being Haitian myself, I have little to no sympathy because I've seen repeatedly the actions of the people and I've prayed and I've pleaded and I've spoken through, you know, my platform that a lot of the things being done in Haiti are wrong and that you have to let the leaders lead and you can't be rebelling against the government every single time there's a new administration. It doesn't make sense. It's not ideal. It's not the right way of doing things. You have to let the people do their job. That's how I see it. It's, it doesn't happen. And you see the consequences of it. So I have limited to no sympathy for it. But I, but I do think overall the country has to get into this space and reflect and make changes. The people and the country as a whole. Listening to Jaden News USA, I'm Jeff. My friends call me FA. You're listening to Jaden News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me FA. As we wrap up, <coughs> as we wrap up, I hope listeners are enjoying the the show, the podcast. You're being enlightened. And the message spread. Encourage encourage people to listen. Share the podcast. Retweet it. Like. Subscribe and such. I want to wrap up with this story. Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets is not being allowed to practice or play with the team going forward until he is vaccinated. The Nets play in New York and the vaccine mandate implemented by Mayor Bill de Blasio impacts sports teams. So he is not allowed to play in the Barclays Center unless he's vaccinated. And Nets ownership will not allow him to be a part-time player since he has to be vaccinated in order to practice and play with the team. If he doesn't play, he'll be losing about $300,000 a game. Roughly over $300,000 a game if he doesn't play. This will, of course, impact the Nets' Um, efforts to win a championship 
if if Kyrie Irving is a part of the team, now you have a team strong enough to go against the recently stacked Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James himself is vaccinated. He didn't want any of the smoke that came with it. He just got himself vaccinated and he's moving forward. All of the t- all of the players are vaccinated. No issues. Kyrie Irving is is not. Here's my take. NBA greats like Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are all in favor of it. They want to move forward. It's what's good for business. You're being paid millions and millions of dollars to take the vaccine. So everyone can move forward. That's really what Kyrie is facing. Is it that serious? Now, most people who are against it know that it's one of those give an inch, take a mile type of things. You will, you 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 take the vaccine and they'll they'll push and they'll push and they'll push. That is a truth, and I believe that. You give them an inch, they will take a mile. They will force and force. They'll they'll make it a lifestyle. We see it. It, it was initially one shot by Johnson & Johnson, two shots by Moderna and Pfizer. Now they're already pushing booster shots. Soon enough, they'll make it an annual thing. Do people want to live that way? Kyrie Irving is in a tough place because he's he's much better off than, than most Americans but he's also you know more conscious than most NBA players most athletes he's similar to LeBron James where he says you know he's more than an athlete you know, he's, he, he makes the point of saying basketball is not his, his, the only thing in his life. You know, his life is more than basketball. A lot of athletes are taking that stance, have been taking that stance as of late. So he, he knows his worth. You'll see. Do I think he should take it? From a competitive standpoint, yes. You're a phenomenal player. You have the chance to win a championship. Take it and get it over with. If there are if there's any adverse reactions, you're 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 financially uh, well off where you can handle that. And I'm sure you have the NBA provides the best health insurance. If there is an adverse reaction, I'm sure you'll be able to recover from it. It's different for people like me who don't have, you know, a big health insurance plan and, and all sorts of things. I can rebel. I'm not making millions and millions of dollars. 
I can say I don't want to take it and it doesn't affect me that much. But with Kyrie, it does. He has tons of fans, people that want to see him play, people that love him. And he's in a position to, to get his team to, to the finals and they could win, all three of them together. If none, if none of the players get injured, there's a big chance that they could, they can at least make it to the finals. From that perspective, just take it. But on the other hand, if you live your life and you're extremely conscious and you, you do a lot of mental work and spiritual work, and do you really want to put yourself in that position? just to win a, a championship just to, to you know get some approval for for just a a game that's going to be a part of your life for a few more seasons then you retire it depends how you want to be seen I know this I've been vegetarian vegan for nine plus years now I made my health a priority in my early 20s. It cost me a lot. The last time I got the flu was a result of me dumbing myself down just to be able to function with my friends and colleagues when I was doing a when I was doing a music podcast and I wanted to be in a mindset creatively where I where I can you know function in that space and I knew the only way to do it was to really just dumb myself down and I you know I altered my eating you know uh, I ate a bit more junk food you know, drink some soda and stuff like that. Just, you know, you, you bring yourself down from, from where you are. And I got I got the flu. I mean, when flu season came around, I got the flu and it hit me hard. Prior to that, I, I was good. My immune system was strong. My body was right. I was in the right place mentally, physically, and spiritually. These things were not bothering me. I was extremely protected. But I knew what I did and what came as a result. When I got myself back to where I was happy and comfortable, the consequence, of course, was, you know, you end up ultimately, I ultimately stopped doing the podcast and I focused on, you know, my focus at my level. But at the same time, I no longer had to worry about those things because I got to live at my best. Kyrie Irving is one of those people who, who shows himself to be extremely conscious. Um, I don't know if he's a vegan or not. I don't know how he lives as a person, but he presents himself as someone who's very conscious. So taking it, for the sake of Durant and, and, and James Harden, especially Kevin Durant, who, who's a good friend of his, 
It's a big sacrifice. It's a big sacrifice. He can take it, and the Nets may not ever win a championship. He can take it, and and, and they may get, uh, they may be an injury, and, and they don't do as good as they're supposed to. And then what? You compromise yourself for for something, and it didn't ultimately didn't work out. That's a tough position to be. And and the biggest is lose millions and millions of dollars. It's 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 a tough situation. A lot of people have spoken out about it. Um, Stephen A. Smith gave his opinion. Craig Melvin of of MSNBC, and of course, um, the beige guy Don Lemon of CNN. All beige, by the way. <laughs> people that that are giving their opinions in terms of the unvaccinated. Um, all, all beige guys, all beige Negroes. But I don't think they take that stuff into consideration. You know, there are people that are extremely conscious spiritually, you know, that really do work on their body, on their minds, on their spirits. And what you think may affect them does not affect them. You know, in my household, I, I knew, I, I have said this, I knew there was some form of sickness that was coming before. And I took the precautions in my household. Before they were telling us to take masks, I was already getting my body right. Just updating, make sure everyone in my household was right. Eat this, drink this, don't do this, don't do this. I just knew something negative was coming. But I am very conscious. I can't say the same thing for Don Lemon, for uh, 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 Craig Melvin, for a for a Stephen A. Smith. Of course, they make millions of dollars and they're on television and they, they you know, they have a good amount of, of knowledge on things. But I don't know what they're doing as far as their health and their body. And I don't know how connected they are spiritually. Michael Jordan himself said he's a firm believer in science. I'm a firm believer in God. I I respect and I admire Michael Jordan, but there's a lot of work that I've done on, on, on myself. I have I have a certain amount of knowledge. Other people may not have it, they may not understand it. It's not it is what it is. Kyrie Irving may be in that same position. And, and that's the problem. That's what people are not addressing. That along with natural immunity. People that have had, had COVID and overcome it. You have natural immunity. You were able to defeat it. Your body was strong enough. Dave Chappelle himself had COVID and felt no symptoms. You know, there, there are people that have it and they're able to overcome it without the vaccine. That matters. You know, when when the mayor of New York issues a mandate, from your position, your level of intellect is not, doesn't compare to mine. The work that you do and the work I do doesn't compare. You're, you're using, you know, resources that, 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 that 
that I use and you're trying to force my hand and you force people's hands. Some people comply and some people say, you know what, F it. So far, I've said F it. I can't go to the gym. I'll buy my own equipment. I'll, I'll stay away from these places. I, I can't go to, to dine indoor. I'll order my food through, through an app and it'll be brought to my house. Can't go to the movies. I'll resubscribe to Netflix. You know, I'll, I'll do those things. But I also know the work that, I, that I've done on myself and I know that I don't need it. When, when the Catholic Church says, you know, you should take it and we're not going to give religious exemption. On one hand, I see the game that they're playing. Second, I understand because a lot of people are not in the best health. You know, I, I, go, to, I go to church every, every Sunday and I know a lot of people are not in the best of health. So some people will like need the vaccine and they'll need that extra push. I'm not one of those people. I know that for a fact. And things like that matter. And in every city and state that, that, that pushes these mandates, these people have to understand that. And I don't think a lot of them do. It's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. A lot of it is not being anti. I'm not anti. It, I just know who I am as a person, and I know I don't need it. That, that, that needs to, be, to get across. I, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is expressing that or has expressed himself in that manner, but maybe he needs to get his, his, you know, his thoughts together. In order to do so spiritually, I know where I'm at. I know the work that I've done. I, you know, I, I know how connected I am to God. I can't say the same for for conservatives who who use who say you know God will do this for them. I don't know how they're connected spiritually. I don't know the work that they do spiritually. I know what I do. I know how I eat. I know how I function in the world. I know how, how much I invest in my body. So I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not anti it. I, it's just not for me. And people, whatever your position and your, your financial status or your, 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 your status in the world, what I'm saying matters. Because I know what I'm saying. It's not coming from a place of ignorance. Like I said, vegetarian over nine years. Been working on my body for nine years. In college, I remember people said, you know, black folks are lazy. I said, I'm not lazy. I know I'm not. But I knew what made me lazy, what made me tired. It was the food that was I was eating. Once I once I altered what I was eating, I had more energy. I was able to function more. When I gave up meat and alcohol for Lent. I saw the change in my body. I saw how I was able to, to function more and be better. These are things, this, this goes back over a decade. So you can't come to me now and say, you have to do this. And I know a lot just through me putting in the work. So you can't tell me to do something or require me to do something when I've been doing the work by myself for a long time and no one was there with me shooting in the gym. I was there by myself putting in that work mentally, physically, and spiritually to better myself. There are people in this world like me who do the same. 
and don't need a flimsy vaccine no matter what's being offered or no matter how it's forced don't need it because there's work that they do and you can't have that affected in truth I tell you you know when, when I saw the space I was in and I was like you know I gotta do this I'm gonna do this podcast with my friends but I know I'm at a place spiritually mentally that it's a bit beneath me but I like these folks let me let me bring myself down a bit let me meet them at their level it cost me it cost me a lot it really did I feel the same way about that vaccine because I know how how I position myself I know the work that I was doing I know all the efforts that I was making now you want me to to do this to slow myself down or or I can't function in society I know it's not a good idea if 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 the institutions that I'm a part of don't support me that's 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 their choice but I know I know who I am these conversations must be understood and it must be understood on a larger level big pharma and these big companies they're on a PR blitz. They say it themselves. Meaning they're not only offering the vaccine, they're paying public relations companies and folks to push it. And when they're pushing something, they want results. It doesn't mean it's the best thing, but there's a lot of marketing dollars behind it. They say it themselves. There's a PR blitz. There's commercials 24-7. There's there's ads on subways and, 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 you know, all over the streets to get people to do it. Doesn't mean it's the best. There's marketing dollars behind it. Doesn't mean it's, it's good. Same with a rap album. You can put a lot of marketing dollars behind an album to promote it, to push it out there, and the album is trash. Or it's not the, the consumer who, 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 the customer who buys it, it's not for them. It's not, it's not their cup of tea. I feel for Kyrie Irving, you know. The alternative is he can he can request to be traded, go to another team, go to go to the Dallas Mavericks or 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 the Houston Rockets, or he can go to to the Orlando Magic and play there. Of course, it'll likely cost him his his friendship with Durant, but Durant it, it should be should be used to that. He did the same to to Russell Westbrook uh, when he went to Golden State. It's nothing new. You've been listening to JD News USA. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Effort. Just to sum it up, I, I I spoke on Dave Chappelle's new special, The Closer. Gave my take on Ellen DeGeneres and Tamron Hall. Donald Trump's comments about Haiti and Haiti's need to do some self-reflection, the country and the people as a whole. And I, I just wrapped it up with, with Kyrie Irving and, and, and the mandates. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you have comments, feedbacks, thoughts, feel free to email me at Jeff at jdnewsusa.com that's jeff at jdnewsusa.com let me know your thoughts get in contact with me 
jeff at jdnewsusa.com. For folks that are interested in doing business with me, if you'd like me to document your event, your your podcast, your show, your music video, either video or photography, I can be contacted at info at jdmediausa.com. Info at jdmediausa.com for all business. Follow me on social media at Jeff Hefe Delise. That's at Jeff Hefe Delise. All of my information is out there. Get in touch. Um, I'm working on some merch. So I'm, that's going to that's gonna be coming out soon to sell and just to boost the, boost the brand and, you know, you know, get, get things right. So all of that's coming soon. Um, year is coming to an end. So if it's not done by this year, definitely at the top of the year, everything's going to be in place. I thank you for listening. I pray for your family, your friends, and you. Be in good spirits, be inspired, be in love. I'll see you next time.